A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Charlie Baker. This is Perry Groves. And this is the H&J Daily. Me and Perry today. Uh, we had a chat, didn't we, Perry? Yep. We had a lot of Everything. talk. Big football chat. Bit of darts. There's a little bit of darts. I don't know if that will make it into the podcast, <laughs> but we'll find out. Uh, we mainly got people to call in and tell us what was shouted at them. Random and football. Random football chants. Well, no, if you chant, it's just sentences, isn't it, and really? The listeners really stepped up. Unbelievable. Absolutely brilliant amount. And we spoke to Matt Murray about how great Wolves are at the moment. And we did the Greensby Town. We did. I don't know if that'll be in the podcast either, but is that going to be in the podcast, Jamie? (laughs) Probably not. Why not? Oh, well. (laughs) Listen again if you want to listen to that bit. (laughs) There we are. Um, Here it is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Perry. Good afternoon, Charlie. How are you? I'm very good, Perry. Um, I was um, a bit disappointed in last night's outcomes of nearly all the football. Because what you mean is... I wanted, that... I wanted the funniest outcome. I always look for the what's the funniest outcome. And the funniest outcome last night was for Chelsea to lose and Man United to lose uh, away. What you mean is you want some of the bigger but to be in as much pain as possible. Yeah, that's yeah. what the FA Cup's for, it's isn't it? It's quite an unedifying human trait, Charles. Oh, oh you don't like to it? Take great pleasure at someone else's misfortune. You don't like it? No, I think it's good. I was yeah. disappointed as well. Yeah, but also you want penalties, don't you? You know, like, yeah, bit of go Jeopardy. straight to penalties last night. You know, we had a one penalty shootout the night before. You know, I love the penalties. And I was like, ah. Then when Man United scored in the last minute, in a goal that if we're going on uh, end. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't absolutely. Do that. I'm don't, absolutely right what? on this. Don't go Quincy. No. <laughs> if, like, if, dissecting it. <laughs> I think Michael Salisbury was the VAR. If right? the Liverpool goal is disallowed on Sunday because of Endo apparently running yeah. from an offside position, blocking, then that goal last night what, should Varane? have been disallowed. Yeah, yeah. Varane, and it should have gone to penalties. So, Chaz, two rights, two wrongs <laughs> don't make a right. I know, but you, but we want consistency, Perry. Right, so you could find you could find five fouls, yeah. free kicks, corners, whatever, in every set piece, right? Yeah. So, if you're going to do that, the first thing they should do is, when there's a corner and a defender or a forward is marking the opposition defender or forward, yeah. and they're not facing the ball, and they're grabbing him around the waist yeah. to stop him from running past them, yeah. that's a penalty. Yeah. So, do that first, okay. rather than silly little blocks on the edge of the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? The thing is, if you, in National League South, where I watch the majority of my football, if you had VAR, you'd, there would be no goals, Perry. You just dis- <laughs> Can you remember? <laughs> you would just disallow every single goal ever. Can you remember? You probably won't remember. There was a film called Rollerball. James. Oh Carr. yeah, I remember that. That's, yeah, that that's, was a good that's film. That's what I've seen. 
a lot of non-league foot. That is it. Yeah. That's rollerball. It's James Khan, isn't it? And the ball's thing. a bit of an inconsequence, really. Yeah. It's just smashing everybody out of the way. Um, we're going to have some uh, texts and some uh, WhatsApps today, and uh, we've got a few of those we want to set up. Uh, the texts are on 81089. I wanted to do, when were you disappointed in your kids? Because I, I mean, it's a bit of a Charlie's choice, Perry. We're very proud of our kids. Are you using this as like, a bit cathartic? Bit, <laughs> is it a bit of counselling? I'm, I'm very, proud, very proud of my kids. But, but, but when you look at you know, Klopp bringing on a 16-year-old last night. He looked 12, let's say, that mm-hmm. as well. He did look 12. And he brought on, a, you know, in the last few days, he's brought on a lot of young kids, hasn't he? And they're all amazing. It's like no his, fear, Chess. Is that what it is? No fear. When does the fear kick in as a footballer? Um, when you start getting more appearances and you get to about 21, 22, and you've been dropped when you've been oh, right, in the yeah, and then, yeah. then it starts thinking, then you start thinking about your deficiencies and what you've got to do better. Whereas it is, that's why Klopp put the three kids on in the um, Carabao Cup final. Yeah. Because it was a no-lose situation. Yeah. It was like, go and enjoy yourself, boys. Give us some energy, dynamism, whatever. And if Liverpool hadn't won that final, it, yeah. Klopp would have gone, uh, you know, put you know, kids, the yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 sure. You know what I mean? So got... we're around. But then it just turned around the other way. I so. suppose when you're 16, 17, 18... You don't think about anything. It's, but it's a complete, a constant upward trajectory, isn't it? Because you're, you're constantly trying to get into the first team. Yeah. So all you're trying to do is get into the first team and get in and score. But Kumas scoring on his... Did you know his dad? Do you know his, do Jason, you know his dad? Do you yeah, know Jason? Jason at Tranmere, yeah. yeah. Good player at Tranmere. Well, Neil Dans. Yeah. He's boy... Um, uh, Jaden played for... Uh, so he played for Colts United. Yeah. So, you know, um, we're, so that's a bit when you know that your kid's better than you, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just think, all right, yeah, you've got more talent. Yeah, yeah. you've got more ability. But you also learn. I think maybe they're not better, but they, you, you would learn from, from your dad's mistakes. You know, all you can try and do as a parent, isn't it, is to try and teach your kid about your mistakes and try and help them not make the same ones. So I'm assuming that's what what's what uh, Neil Danson yeah. and Jason Kumas have both tried to do with their kids. Both looked amazing. But when were you... Oh, look, we'll go with proud... When were you proud of your kids or when were you disappointed in your kids? We'll take those, 8, oh, 10, 89 on boys, the text. Uh, the youngest boy, Drew, um, he had the ability to make it as a footballer. Yeah. He was offered, a, when he was 14, two years, Colts United, and scored two years until he was 16 and guaranteed YTS. Oh, right, was okay, 18. Yeah. And we sat in front of the uh, Asian reps of Blessing Reason along with his brilliant fella. Um, and, he, and most kids at that age would snap your hands off if yeah. you knew you had four, four years of being four a footballer. pro footballer. And he just sat there and he went, Drew went, I think I want to play rugby, Dad, really. And I went, all right, where you go. And it nearly blew his mind. They honestly need to be yeah. like, because he's like, oh, you've been tapped up. What are you doing? Like, you can't let him do that. Perry, he's got a ability. And I just went. So he sat in the meeting and said, yeah. I don't want to be a footballer. I, yeah. I want to play rugby, I want to play Dad. rugby. And yeah. I just went, okay, go and play rugby for years. See how you get on. And every time I see the coaches now, they go, you should, he's the one that got away. I went, no, I can't put desire to be no. a footballer into somebody. It doesn't work that no, way. Yeah. But every time I see Drew, I just remind him, I should be yeah. retired now. Because he's wasted his yeah, yeah, talent. He should be, should be looking. Should so be sit, he let me down. Should be sitting here with me, Perry. Exactly. Definitely not. You know. Uh, so when were you proud of your kids? Sporting or non-sporting? Proud of your kids or not? Or disappointed in your kids? We'll take those. Uh, on the WhatsApp, um, there's a bloke near me at Talk United who just shouts "winners" all the time. Winners! 
Winners! Constant. I don't think he knows what winners means. Winners! What, even when you get beat five? Yeah, just, yeah, just winners! Constantly shouting winners. There's not a lot of just winning going on at Torquay. At the moment, not at the moment. Not at the no. moment, Perry. Oh, actually, I will need to talk to you about Dennis Bergkamp. He wants to buy a club, doesn't <laughs> right, he? Not not, maybe not now. Maybe off <laughs> air. But he constantly shouts winners. So I thought on the WhatsApp, you, you must have well, that Well, no, Layer Road, when I play for Colts, is brilliant because you hear individual stuff. If there's only 1,300 in the crowd, you hear people. And there was just one fella um, opposite from the Layer Road end. Yeah. All his shout was, Dodgy Keeper! Dodgy old keeper. Just and constant. It. it doesn't matter if their goalkeeper had an absolute welding and he was an octopus tipping balls over the crossbar. And it was just as he went to take a goal kick. So he couldn't do the ooh on his own. Ooh, on his own, yeah. yeah. So it was just dodgy keeper. <laughs> dodgy keeper. Yeah. Okay, so if you've got a similar winners or dodgy keeper, um, but your own one, things that people shout near you at the football, then we will take those on the WhatsApp voice messages this afternoon. We will play them out throughout the, the afternoon show. The WhatsApp voice messages, 03717 We might take it on the phones as well, 03717. Double two, double three, double four. Same, uh, same number. Oh three seven one seven double two, double three, double four. But all we want is what people shout. We don't need your name. Don't need where you're from. Any of that. Just want you to shout the thing that annoys you or you enjoy that people uh, shout near you. Does that the... include using winners? Just, we, just put can that we use in. a dump button in it or not? No? Uh, well, that's why it'll be if it's on the WhatsApp. <laughs> then people will. That's uh... what I mean. But can we use a dump button on the WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah, mm, maybe. We'll, we'll find out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ken, the Chelsea fan, has called us. Perry, he's got a. Chant for us that, his, that his mate uh, sings near him for some reason. Go on then, Ken, give us it. Okay, dearie, 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 in a Scottish accent. I can't quite do it. But, uh, give it a yeah, go, Ken. Go for it. Ken, we're go with on, you. Ken, we're with you. We, we're with you all the way. Dara, Dara, Dara. Uh, every time one Chelsea player made that small mistake, just a, you know, a little minor mistake, he would say, I would say a hundred times. A hundred times a match. At least a hundred times. Uh, we, sat, we sat in the, uh, the Shed End children's section. I'm sure he wanted to swear, but he just said them three words. <laughs> dearie, really dearie, dearie. Is there one player who's getting it? Yeah, there yeah, must yeah, be one yeah. player who's getting it more than the others. Uh, well, I'm going back in the day now, showing my age, but... Uh, he didn't like Frank LeBeouf a lot, oh. so uh, he used to get it. He used to get so, the dearie, dearie, dearie. Couldn't he change it into a bit of a hello, hello, like French yeah, accent yeah, for Frank? Yeah, yeah, there we are. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe. I mean, but I mean, we were we were playing well. We were just getting through then, you know, just breaking yeah, through. We were winning stuff then. But uh, there you go. Give us it one more time, Ken. In the spin, the Scottish accent. Off you go. Okay, here we go. Uh, Dara, Dara, Dara. There he is. That's Ken, the Chelsea fan. Uh, We've been asking uh, after Klopp's kids, obviously, this week, have made us all feel like terrible parents. When were you proud of your children? Um, And uh, we've had a few of those on the text, 81089. This is Jez, the Wolves fan. Uh, Hi, team. Proudest day for my son was when he passed out in the RAF. He's currently in the South Atlantic for five months. Last night, he texted to say, uh, Graham... uh, Potter's down there giving them a chat up. Oh, right, he's down there talking to the RAF, is he? When is he that... means passed out, he means yeah, actually yeah. <laughs> like, got through all exams yeah. and, and quite not passed out yeah. on a massive drinking session. Although on a lot of squaddies I've met There's in my probably life, both of them. <laughs> exactly. probably both those things. At my sister's word, my sister's married to uh, uh, a corporate in the army. I think he's, uh, not a corporate, what is he? He's a... Uh, uh, and he's quite high up in the army. Right. Should probably pay, pay more attention. At their wedding, I've never seen. I've been around footballers, actors, comedians. I have never seen 
The military. The, the, the people drink as much as the military. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, we've been asking uh, the listeners, Perry, haven't we? What do people shout near you? You know, just winners! That yeah, sort of ran, thing, you know. Second ball! That sort of just rambling. Roly poly. People are calling in 03717 to shout it at us. Mark the Brentford fan has done just that. Hello, Mark. Hello, boys. You Hello, right? Mark. Uh, what does what someone what does someone shout near you, Mark? Um, it's not as near us now since we moved, but it's at the um, Griffin Park. We had Push Up Brentford. Oh yeah, used to call him Mister Push Up. <laughs> Was it just one bloke? Oh, yeah, he used to say, "I'll push up there," <laughs> <laughs> and it, it would literally you'd kick off, and then within about a minute, whether we had the ball or not, it'd be Push Up Brentford. <laughs> oh no! And it'd be just randomly every couple of minutes. Just can you can you give us a, a, a nice loud one, Mark? Yeah, push up from third. So, was that like the <laughs> Mickey Droy Terry Herlock era? Yeah, we say well, it, was, it went on for years. We say, mate, we've got a corner, can't push up any further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Penalty, push up Brentford. You know it'd be now, yeah, would be exactly, Highline Brentford, yeah. wouldn't it? Highline, Highline, Highline Brentford. Yeah. But it's made well, him, it's made him famous, Mark. You all knew him. It was his thing. It became his, you know, it's like Lulu singing "Shout," wasn't it? You know, if if he didn't I mean, do it, you'd have all I mean, been disappointed. Yeah, it was just, just a documentary recently, and it's called Push Up Brentford. Oh, he's got royalties. Brilliant, Mark. Thanks for calling Cheers, in. Mark. Appreciate it. It's Giles, the Aston Villa fan. Hello, Giles. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, Hi, Giles. Very good, thank you. Uh, what do people shout near you at the villa? Uh, I, I sit in the uh, lower north stand. There's a guy behind me. I know I'm a roommate, but he just shouts, too slow! In <laughs> voice like Benny. What? Go on. Everybody <laughs> looks, looks round. It could be a corner. Too slow! <laughs> But he just goes through everyone. And I, I used the fence to get around again. He said to me when I went, he said, there's a guy behind me, he'll do your heading. And I got home, I said, you were right. It's just too slow for everything. Oh, no, in a, in a, in a strong, brummy accent. I, lo- I love it. Has he so, seen your lot play this season? Yeah, it's one know, thing you can't know, level at your lot slow. now is too slow. Oh, he, oh, he does. As far, especially when we pay for in the back, it's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought of moving? Moving season tickets? No, 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 no. Oh. We, we're getting it next season between us as well. You know what, though? When he's not there, I'll bet you miss him. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's, but it's not the same. Really. It's, become, it's become part of the match day yeah. experience, Giles. It, it certainly is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get home and, too slow, man, there. Well, yeah, you, weren't, you weren't too slow calling in, and we appreciate it. Thanks, Giles. No problem. Cheers, Giles. Giles. Giles, the Aston Villa fan. You can call us 03717 and shout at us. On the radio, can't they, Perry? See, with Lulu. See, don't just throw this to give you a shout. Shout at us. I, Loving what you're doing. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think of that, but... You're in the zone. Deep down, the genius is there. there we go. we know it. Zone. It's not a mistake, Perry. Uh, let's talk about last night's football, shall we? FA Cup. Uh, I don't like it when they do the draw before the games, Perry. No. As a player, would that, would that affect you? No, but FA Cup, always on a Monday, wasn't it? Monday, lunchtime, yeah. that was it. Yeah. On the old, well, that is, again, going back, the old transistor radio. Yeah, yeah. See what's happening. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Players don't really look at it, to be fair. They're they not bothered. Wouldn't not bother bothered. No, 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 they wouldn't bother. Okay. So, Chelsea 3, Leeds 2. Uh, I thought Chelsea were going to sort of run away with it, to be honest, when they scored pretty early on. But but uh, Leeds Leeds are having a good season. And also, Leeds have got momentum in the league, haven't they? So, they're, they're, they're playing really well. Well, that was their first defeat in 13. If you look at... Leeds squad. I saw them at um, Cardiff when they started this run away from a bit Cardiff 3-0 and 
And I said I thought they would go up automatically. Last night they rested Gruev, Kamara, Somerville, Nonto and Rota. Yeah. So they rested five players and still give Chelsea uh, a good go. The other thing yeah. I was disappointed at, there's only four yellow cards. Yeah, That's you, not Leeds. You'd expect a bit more than Leeds, Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. Go back to 1970, I mentioned it um, yesterday, that um, there was they re-critiqued uh, it. Yeah, re-refed the it. The yeah. 1970 um, final, yeah. Leeds-Chelsea, and they saw that there'd been six reds and 20 yellows. So, <sighs> like... <laughs> Those boys from that Chelsea team, they were, they'll be going, you having a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> get, yeah. get yourself stuck yeah, in a bit more. But, but some good for, good, good, good for Nicholas Jackson to score for Chelsea, good for Mudrick to score, because they looked, on Sunday, they looked so ineffectual in that cup final. But didn't you think that was Chelsea, like, talented young players who can have glimpses even in games of mm. outstanding... But look at Conor Gallagher's goal, where Fernandes yeah. plays him in, the great turn and it touch and finish... I thought Mudrick was funny when he scored, and then he just runs to the goal and celebrates. You know, you do your arms crossed as they say, oh, yeah. I do this all the time. You think, no, mate, no, you don't. <laughs> no, mate, no. no. Go. Would. I'd quietly wander back to the centre Yeah, just go, all right, yeah. there you go. Please leave me alone. Yeah, Conor Gallagher scored. And how much did he cost Chelsea, the billion-pound Chelsea? How much did Conor Gallagher Hold on, wait a cost them? Just have a look. Hold on. <laughs> No, nothing. And no. they're most likely to sell him because he's all profit. How isn't he? exactly? How he's ridiculous would that be when your team needs a bit of soul? I think Ten Hag needed that. Uh, needed that last night. Needed that result, Perry. Yeah, well, you were saying about you know shouldn't have been allowed because Varane's like, doing the, uh, like the block. Um, good ball in from. I'm not his biggest fan, Fernandez, but great ball in was it from the free kick? Casemiro mm. just gets himself in uh, in front. Awani missed. Great chances. Yeah. Origi missed great chances. Yeah. But all I've got in it, Rashford, Rashford's still sulking. You know, just still, just like... Yeah, something's up there. Drifting around, yeah. yeah. And it, it, you think, yeah, something, something is not right. Yeah. Because like, the talent that he has and he's not putting everything in. Do you know what I mean? He's, if you've been at a club a long time, like he has, and seen a few different managers, heard it all before, isn't new, you know, do you need to move, do you need to move on, do you think, Perry, to, to, keep, your, to keep yourself no, you interested? No, but you motivate yourself. Mm. That, that you, you know, when you come off the pitch, you've got to be able to look in the mirror and just say, whatever you do, whatever job, I couldn't give it anymore. Yeah. That's it. And then you go from there and you think, oh, well, my touch wasn't great or some decision-making weren't great, but no one can question, I can sit down and no one can question my effort. Because yeah. the worst thing as well, if the manager comes in and he starts generally saying about, oh, you haven't put it in, you ain't put a shift in, I would actually go and see the manager and say, do you mean me? Yeah. Do you mean me? Per- that's the biggest affront you could ever have. You know, they say my touch is rubbish or my crossing was rubbish or whatever, and you go, actually, effectually, you're right. <laughs> you're un- yeah, but yeah, yeah. don't question what I'm trying to do. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but if you if if you're a player and, you can, and you've been through a few managers, you must see the writing on the wall a bit for the manager, and you think, well, what am I going to try for this manager? And there's probably going to be another one along in a minute. Does, does that happen? It does. Players do do that, but yeah. again, I I don't understand that because of what I've just said about playing for yourself and with. If Sandwick Marcus Rashford maybe needs to move on, who's going to take him? Yeah, where, yeah. Where's he going to go? Well, what? No top four club at the moment is going to take him because he's not good enough getting no, their team. No. And he's on three hundred, uh, reportedly three fifty a week. Yeah. That's a massive investment for someone who don't who even is hot and cold. Last year, thirty goals, unbelievable. So I would say now that he's England place in the squad would be questionable because he's formed doesn't warrant it anywhere near. Mm, I'd be surprised. I think Gareth's pretty loyal, isn't he? He stays loyal to players that he thinks hasn't let Henderson's him down. Henderson's got a flipping look in Perry, you know. Well, so. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if Henderson or Calvin Phillips, and we mentioned, yeah. I mentioned about Ross Barkley, 
like I think he should be in there. Uh, one of your Scottish mates has got in touch. Earlier on, we had, I can't remember the name of the, the guy we had earlier on, Deary, Deary, Deary. You had a go at a Scottish accent. I had a go at a Scottish accent. He had a go at a Scottish accent. It was all pretty bad. But your mate, who's got in touch? Colin Cramer. Cramer's a good lad. I used to play with him. He's a young player at Southampton where yeah. we took him under our wing and showed him what, what goes on the pitch and what goes off the pitch, myself and Terry Yolock. And he's a top, top player and a top man. And he, uh, right, he wasn't very happy. He sent you a voice note. He yeah. sent you a voice note. Let's, let's hear it. Grovesy, it's Deary, Deary, Deary. Not Deary, 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 how that guy says it in Cockney. It's Deary, Deary, Deary. There we are. There if you, you go. If you want to wind a Scot up... You've got to get the accent and the dialect <laughs> get spot it absolutely on. spot on. Um, uh, now, you can send us a voice note, 03717 Tell us what people shout around you in the stadium. Ian, the Palace fan, has just done that. Here he is. Here's a voice note of his chant. Irish trap, trap sitting in front of me at Palace for years, and he used to always go, Get on him! <laughs> There's like something Prince. about it. Get on him! Prince, get, get on, on him. him! Let's hear it one more time. Let's hear it. Get on him! 22 <laughs> positions in a one-night stand. <laughs> yeah, that Prince. was nice. Could put that in some music. So I was talking over it, Jamie. Play it again. Get on him! 22 like positions it. in a one-night stand. <laughs> very nice, Perry. God, goodness me. I'd like to see you in a one-night stand with 22 positions. What are they? Um, Let's do warm-up first. Bit of yoga. <laughs> Chaz, bit of yoga at this stage. Too much. TMI. <laughs> TMI. Uh, let's talk about Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Brighton and Hove Albion. This was sort of the invisible match last night, wasn't it? But you know, we're going to talk to a, a Wolves fan a bit later on. But Gary, Gary O'Neill. Uh, what, what a job. What a job, Perry. Absolutely. Brilliant job at Bournemouth. We've said it before. He will be up there for one of my managers of the year. He will be in the running uh, if and when Gareth Southgate leaves uh, to go and manage England because he goes in there and he sees what group of players that he has and their strengths and weaknesses and then he has his tactics and philosophy mm. according to what he's not like, I'm going to go in and play expansive football. So And this is a uh, team that Lopetegui went, uh, um, they're not going to score any goals. Yeah. Like this team, he's, Wang Hee Chang got injured, which is... Like when he came in, it was that absolute mess, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's just gone in just and he's absolutely sort of structured. We'll, we'll be chatting to Matt Murray, uh, ex-Wolves keeper, a bit, a bit later I on. I love the goal Jason Steele going up and uh, trying to do his Jimmy Glass when he right at the end of the oh, game. Right at the end, yeah. When he yeah. tries to like, and he, he should have scored. As the ball drops from him, he should like be smashing it in. Nothing more exciting than a, a goalkeeper scoring, I can tell you that from uh, from experience. And uh, finally last night, Liverpool 3, Southampton nil. What a game it was. Southampton were absolutely incredible, I thought. I don't know if you've watched any highlights yes, or yeah, any of it. it yeah. I thought Southampton, the football they play, they are absolutely fearless. But they just came up against a Liverpool side that's being so well coached at the moment. And as we say, the young players, absolutely no fear at all either. For Southampton, it was wrong time, wrong place because mm. they're just going through their little worst bit of the season where they'd lost three out of four before like last night. Yeah. Mara missed two great chances. Uh, Shay Charles missed a brilliant chance as well when Liverpool were one nil up, and it's like Liverpool's boy band, isn't it? It's their boy band. Yeah. They're flying without wings. They're like they're they're <laughs> All standing up off their stools on the key change. Yeah, no, yeah, they're everywhere. And if you looked even the finishes for young players, yeah. you, we, I said I thought that Jaden Dan his first goal was brilliant, where he just dinks it over. But you mm. you loved uh, Lewis Kumas, yeah. where he's just reversed it, gives the goal, keep the eyes and. You can't be. I wasn't thinking about doing that when I was 17, 18, like reversing it to the other direction. Or of, you used to get through and think, just get it on target. That's all you got to do, get it on yeah. target. So, um, as to be fair, Jurgen Klopp, when he said, when he talked of dance about darts later, yeah. he equated him to Luke Littler and he said, right, these young players are doing brilliantly now. 
But if you don't see them for when we get our injuries, our injured players back, if you don't see them for four or five months, you know, don't be asking where they are or don't put them under too much pressure. They'll probably end up going out on loan. You imagine yeah. now their agents are going, happy days, we can send you out on loan maybe at the championship, get yourself a bit of experience and then get yourself back in the fold. Uh, let's quick look at the quarterfinal draw. Man City, Newcastle. Pretty great. Ain't happening for Newcastle. You don't think so? City no. through there, you reckon? Chelsea, Leicester City. Again, I, Leicester, Leicester looking good. But it depends on uh, Leicester how far their cushion is, isn't it? Whether they're going to get automatic promotion or not because Mareska um, will yeah. rest a few because they've got a big squad as well. That's the game that could save Pochettino's job. I know he said that he's not under pressure, but trust me, yeah, you are. A cup if they, Chelsea right, come 10th yeah. and they don't win anything, then... Wolves Coventry, I mean, if you're a Wolves fan, you're thinking we're going to be in the semi-final of the FA Cup here. Yeah, and with Coventry, we mentioned about managers doing brilliant jobs. Mark Robbins Mark doing Robbins, a brilliant fantastic, job yeah. at uh, Coventry. But I love Gary O'Neill's celebration as well afterwards. It was an, a proper old school how much the FA Cup means because Wolves ain't going down. They've got no chance, are they? They, they could no. even jump into 7th or 8th. And for Wolves fans, they would love a, uh, a Wembley trip in the FA Cup semi-final. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Wolves are a really old-fashioned, good traditional club. Um, and I can remember when they won the League Cup, I think it was 1990, Andy oh, yeah. Gray shoulder-charging uh, Pete Shilton into remember the back that? of the yeah, net. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, And Man United-Liverpool, who knows? Who knows? Depends if Liverpool got any players back, but you know. Yeah, but even then, you'd fancy Liverpool's team of last night to be made, because they would just outrun them and outwork them. But Man United have got this bit where they can sort of scrap, their, not scrap actually fight, because there's not enough fight, but individual players can do all of a sudden something like brilliant and get yeah. them through but you'd fancy Liverpool for that one The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast A lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states Learn more at UH1.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've been asking for you to call in and WhatsApp message us in on 03717 to tell us what people shout near you. At, and we've had some good ones so far, haven't we? What do we? What, I can't remember. I'm trying to think was, what we've already had. We've had Deary, 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 Roly Poly. We've had all Lipton. sorts. Exactly. Uh, Martin, the Rangers fan, has called us. Let's have Martin. Hello, Martin. How you doing, Charlie? Very right. show as usual. Hello, uh, Betty. Uh, Hello, Martin. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. What do people shout near you, Martin? Well, it was one of my older seats, and it was um, back in about the 2007-2008 time, and Rangers were doing not too bad. And it seemed that there was a girl that sat behind me, and she was in her probably about her 30s, and she used to shout so angrily. She'd go, 
if there was a corner or a throw-in that went to the opposition team, whoever we were playing, she would just lose the rag and shout all the time, goes, I'll get it then! <laughs> I'll go and get the ball. Oh, I'll no. go and get it. Nice. Basically because there was no Rangers player chasing after it at that point. And she would just... And that's what happened several times a game. Like every game. I, I like it, Martin. Because it was right behind me. Give us it again one more time. I'll get it then. Oh, beautiful. There we are. Martin, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Dan, the Ipswich Town fan. What do people shout near you, Dan? Yeah, so this is going back about 15, 16 years, I reckon. Me and my brothers used to sit next to this lady. She would have pom-poms in her hand, pink pom-poms. Oh, yeah. For some reason, even though it was blue and white. Oh, yeah. She'd rustle them. She had headphones on listening on the radio to the game. Oh, nice. And she would go, come on! <laughs> and that was her thing, was it? That was her thing. And it's become a little catchphrase, even now. 16 years old. Do you find yourself doing we, it, Dan, we, just in a, in we, a quiet we, drive? Me and my brothers, we kind of get a corner and we go, come on, it's just quietly, not so shouting so everyone can hear. I think you should bring it back. Give us it one more time, Dan. Come on, it's Yeah, I can she see say, that. would say nothing else but that. Dan, <laughs> does that come out a little bit more when you've had, if Ipswich have won been brilliant this year, a couple of yeah. pints afterwards? Does that... <laughs> Come out with you yeah. and your mates. I mean, if we if we get promoted, I'll walk up and down the street shouting it. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. with pom poms. We'll get your own with, pink pom poms. I'll, I'll get the pom poms out. I'll yeah. put the earphones on and everything. Get your pom poms out, Dan. Right, we'll see you soon. Cheers, Thanks Dan. very much, Sean, the West Ham fan. One more of these. These are fun. Uh, Sean, the West Ham fan. What do people shout near you, Sean? Afternoon, lads. Afternoon, oh, Sean. Uh, there's a there's a guy that has been completely anonymous in the Billy Bonds down at West Ham that every now and again he picks his moment when it goes really, really quiet and all of a sudden you hear him. No one's ever seen him, you just hear him. You're a bloody cheap ref! <laughs> and he does he doesn't use the word bloody, he uses a different word. Okay, well you've cleaned it up, thank you. you. Yep. I guarantee you now, two or three hundred people in that little section of the stand all turn around and think, who is he? Where is he? And on Monday night at the Brentford game, it thinned out just before half-time. Everyone was going for a beer. We were 2-1 up, which is unusual at half-time. And uh, he's shouting it out, you're a bloody shit! <laughs> and everyone turned around and we saw him! Oh, oh You've outed him! The mask has slipped! Did he have a ventriloquist dummy with him? <laughs> I tell you what, he should have done, or or a sooty and sweet speaker. Disappointing to see his actual, like when Kendo Nakasaki took his uh, took his, his mask, mask off. off eventually. Unbelievable. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've been asking you uh, a, a few things this afternoon, haven't we, Perry? We've been asking people to call in and tell us what people shout at them from the from the stands. We've had absolutely loads of those. We've also been asking after Liverpool's kids last night were pretty incredible as they were on Sunday. Uh, we've been asking why you were why you were either disappointed or proud of your kids. Those have been on the text, 81089. We've had a few of those. I like this one. It's my favourite one. Ian, the West Ham fan, Perry. My son, Lorcan, caught his first pike over £10. Just thought he'd snagged, but he brought it in and he unhooked it himself. That's Ian in Suffolk. Ever caught a pike, Perry? Oh, you know what? I've only ever caught a gudgeon. Five gudgeon. That was my record when I was about nine and just got bored. A ten-pound pike. I'd like to know how old uh, Lorcan... Didn't tell him his name, did he? <laughs> Very nice. I'd like to know how old Lorcan is, Ian, because if he's like four or something, <laughs> he's twenty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> it's not not. There's different levels of pride there, uh, but you know, but over ten-pound pike. That is a good effort. Thank you. We've got a, a pike update, Perry. Lorcan, who caught the pike recently, the ten-pound pike Rest recently. On. 
He's 13. I think that's, that's, I think that's, that's good, good, good effort. Very good effort, good. Lorcan. Thank you very, very much. Uh, my, Steve, the Ipswich Town fan, proudest moment was when my son Paul won the World Deaf Golf Championship in 2018 in Dublin. That's Steve, the Ipswich Town fan, so you should be proud of that, Steve. Bit of in tears. Absolutely, absolutely uh, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, my six-year-old son made me proud last night by secretly watching the Chelsea game. And after they won, he came downstairs and sent a voicemail to his granddad, who's a Leeds fan, <laughs> saying, Granddad, are you crying? There we are. That's Matt the trucker. Thank you, Matt. Well, well, when did your kids make you proud? Or when did they disappoint you? On 8, 10, 89. We're also taking what the people around you shout. Random stuff. They just shout. We're doing that on the calls. 03717 Or you can WhatsApp voice note us on the same number. 03717 uh, We've had a few people do that. Jed, the Burnley fan, he's done that. Let's hear that. Hello, boys. Jed Burnley fan. Brought behind me, John. As soon as it's going wrong for Burnley, it's... Get in there! What are you doing? There we are, get in there, what are you doing? You don't that. need coaching badges, do you? No, just, no, just get in there, what are you doing? Eight Ray for A's, exactly. A lot of them don't make sense. Carl, the Hartlepool fan, has also sent us a WhatsApp. Hi, Carl, Hartlepool fan here. There's an old boy near us who shouts every game, I wouldn't pay you in bonnied coloured glass. I've got no idea what that means. <laughs> let's hear it again. Can we, have we got it clipped out or not? Let's, let's find out, hold on. Uh, I wouldn't pay you in bonnied coloured glass. Bonnied coloured glass. It's like stained glass, is that what it is? Stained glass. If anybody can translate, please do let us know. 81089, that would be nice. And uh, Innie, the Preston fan, has been in touch. There's a guy at Preston North End that sits next to me, and all he does all throughout the 90 minutes is shout, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. And then when and then every now and again he'll say. You've got to hit it from there, man. What, <laughs> even if the goalkeeper's playing out from the back? Or You've got the to hit it from there. Got it into midfield. They're not taking Innie's advice. Well, Preston, Preston are only second in the championship. Do you want know third? <laughs> I'm with Innie, though, because how frustrating do all fans get when teams overplay and oh, take yeah, the extra yeah. pass and score the beautiful yeah. goal? Every fan, fan is thinking the same thing. Schumacher at Preston, isn't it? Yeah, but he likes to yeah. knock it about, you know, tap it about a bit, doesn't he? He's quick off the grid. Exactly, there we are. But yeah, it's it, it's it, it's it. Let us know on the WhatsApp 03717. Preston are eighth. They were second recently, weren't they? It's been told by the producer, Preston are eighth. They went up to second or something recently, didn't well, they? Well, I'll tell you what. It's Maybe not. They got very... in the playoffs, didn't they? Leicester and Leeds, Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Just... No, they're doing well, though, aren't they? They're doing much better than they used to be. They're, not, they're normally, I mean, they will get to their perennial one, level of 12, 13. One, one weekend can change it all in a championship, can't it? Where so did I get a second from? What am I even doing on TalkSport? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I just wanted to take some time. Friend of the show, been in the studio an awful uh, a lot of times and was always such a nice guy. Um, I just want to pay tribute to Dave Myers from the Hairy Bikers. Sadly passed mm. away today. We know he's been ill for a while, but I don't know if you've ever met him, Perry, on in any of your escapades, but such a nice guy. Only positive and a, a, a really sad loss. And we send our, our love um, to his, to obviously uh, side the other Hairy Biker and, and his, his family. family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've been asking you all afternoon for what people shout. Random stuff. They shout in the when you're in the sta- stands or in the stadium, you know, oh three seven one seven double two double three double four on the WhatsApp or on the phone. Nigel has called us. He's a Hull City fan. Hello, Nigel. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Nigel. 
Hi, Perry. Uh, well, um, yeah, go I, on. I, I, yeah, it's... Uh, I used to sit somewhere else in the stand about about 15 years ago. Oh. I, I went to join my mate in the west and the east stand at Hull City. And before I got there, he said, you need to listen out to this guy. And he didn't tell me what it was. And anyway, about halfway through the first half, I just heard this. And I'll try and do the best I can. Come on. Hey, you crazy chicken. <laughs> That's it. To, 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 to a player or to a player? It, or it, or the... a sm- no, it was aiming at the referee. And, and at least for about two or three times every game, you just get that chant. Um, but sadly, since COVID, I've not, he's not been back. But ah. even now, everybody around us, every now and again, will we'll all join in with the crazy chicken. I'll give it, it, a little... it was a legend. See, you will, miss, that... you will miss him now, Nigel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was just bizarre. And when I first heard it, I just thought, where's that come from? That and there's just this smallest little guy there just shouting out, you crazy chicken. Is that because the referee won't give him fouls? Oh, that's nice. Sorry. Well done, Perry. Sorry. Well done, Perry. I should have kept it. Nigel, Sorry. thanks for joining us. There Cheers, we are. Nigel. Nigel, the whole city fan there with you. Hey, you crazy chicken. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've been asking what weird stuff people shout at you or around you on the uh, on the, in the stadium. So uh, we've got uh, uh, Butler. He's a Gillingham fan. Let's hear from him. Here he comes. Back in Gillingham about 20-odd years ago, there was always some guy behind me. Always used to shout, Wayne! <laughs> Wayne? Can we hear it again? Let's hear his butler. I hate you, butler. Here he comes. Wayne! There we are, butler. That's very personal. Look, butler, if you want to get in touch and give us a bit more information about why he was shouting Wayne like that... but. I thought he was going to go wakey-wakey, didn't oh, you? No, or something no, it's like, just wake there up. we are. Gaz, the Cheltenham fans got in touch on WhatsApp. Here he is. When I used to go to Cheltenham with my brother, who used to be a season ticket holder, there was a fella sat behind us, and he said about 200 times a game, we need a long-throw specialist. Oh, wow. That you know, that's just Very coaching. perceptive. You can make a career out <laughs> having a long throw, trust me. People have done worse. Very, very perceptive. And, and won, won at least the Carabao Cup. There we are. Imagine just shouting that every every weekend at uh, Cheltenham. There we are. And Tim is a Spurs fan. Was he shout? There used to be a guy at Tottenham. Every time someone was running in at the back post, all you'd hear is back door, back door, back door. Pomo. <laughs> See, I want it. Pomo. I like it. A, po- a position of, of maximum, maximum opportunity. opportunity. There yes. we are. I like back door though. Tim, thank you very much. If you're a back door man and you'd like to give us a shout, oh three seven all woman, oh three seven one seven double two double three. Double four. Um, please play the Wayne again. I'm trying to record it. Have we got the Wayne on a, and an easy to get to button? Wayne! There it is. That, tie, the, tie in Skegness. Uh, he's asked us to play it again. He says he knows who it is. He's trying to record it. There we are. Give us a call. 03717 or WhatsApp us on the same number. Uh, Wolves are having an absolute belting season. Getting possibly, were they in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, Perry? And uh, are they ninth? Are they eighth? I think are they, are they ninth? Look at the table. I, I mean, I'm just guessing. As I was with earlier with on, Preston. with Preston, I was guessing. I was saying second and they're so 12. Yeah, but are you just going to put Where eighth? are Wolves? I think they're you ninth, gonna... eighth, ninth. Could look. I could just look at a, a yeah, league table, but I haven't. Uh, joining us now to talk about that is former Wolves goalkeeper, and often you'll see him on Soccer Saturday and everything, is Matt Murray. Hey, afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon. You okay? Yeah, Hello, Matt. Very good. What a season Wolves are having. Is this just good coaching from Gary O'Neill, Matt? I think it's a bit of everything. Um, he's obviously a fantastic head coach, but I think that uh, 
you know, Matt Hobbs, Jeff Shee have done really well because it was, I think everyone would look at it going into the start of season when Lopetegui was going to going to leave um, five games, five days before the Manchester United game. Mm. Wolves fans are thinking, we just need to survive. We need to survive. But Gary O'Neill went into difficult circumstances at Bournemouth, never complained, never moaned about what was there. Mm. And he's obviously looked at that squad and thought, I can get something out of these. So I think he has made everybody better. I, honestly, there's not a Wolves player at the moment that I'm thinking he hasn't improved between him and his coaching staff. Then he didn't really have any players coming in the January window. He lost Neto through injury, yet dealt with that. He's now lost Cunha. He's dealing with that. He chan went away um, with his national side, with South Korea. So I think coaching looks brilliant. Motivation, the way he's handled things, the way he's connected with the fans. So many positives. So I think it's been good recruitment from Wolves to bring in some really, really good players like Neto and that over the years. But ultimately, Gary O'Neill has to take a lot of credit and uh, the results are showing that and the Wolves fans are loving the job he's doing. I think he does really well, uh, Matt. He's obviously went into Bournemouth and uh, that was Gary Parker said, this group of players ain't good enough. Yeah. And he looked at their strengths and he set them up in a certain way. He's gone into Wolves, exactly same thing, and thought, right, so he normally plays his free centre-half, doesn't he, with like, Dawson uh, in the back of that free, just like marshalling everybody around. But then... I think he actually has tactics for different games because I, I saw him at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yeah. and they were outstanding. He completely out-tactic Postacoglu because what he did, he made it very, very narrow and he made sure that the midfield area, he had Lamina and Jao Gomez and then uh, Sarabia and Neto would... He'd leave Neto up front, sorry, with Hangi Chang, but he made sure it was very compact and then Madison had no space to play in. Um, ben Davis had no space to play in on the left-hand side. It was somewhere on the right-hand side. And then he just sprung them on the counter-attack. And it was a tactical masterclass. Yeah, well, he's done the double over Chelsea. Mm. He's done the double over Tottenham. You know, that's no mean feat. He's beaten Manchester City. So, as you're saying there, I can imagine if you gave Gary O'Neill the Man City squad, for example, he might not want to play in that way. But you're saying there, Perry, yeah, tactically, he's top draw. Because, so when... You, you, Perry, you know better than anyone. If a manager's making you better, you, you buy into it. If he's setting you up in a way and you're getting results, you're going to buy into it. So what he's doing on the training ground is working the detail. Whenever I'm in the training ground, honestly, those guys are working so hard over every detail. So I think that at the moment, Wolves are brilliant though when, and they're happy to sometimes not have the ball. So I think, Perry, you're at the game, but I think it was about 29% possession against Tottenham, but they won the game. The bit now where they have to evolve and they got the result against Sheffield United, I covered the game, is when they when Wolves got the ball. And the onus is on Wolves mm. to dominate the game, break them down, maybe not counter-attack with the pace of Neto, or, um, you know, Heatan obviously might look like he had an injury from last night. But, you know, that's that's a bit where they dominate the ball. How can they do that? So I think Gary O'Neill will be working hard to do that. Um, but as you say, tactically, and I think in-game he's brilliant as well. Because there's been a few times when I've been watching the game, I think, they're not, it's not quite working and he can change it. And I think the results would show that, that they've conceded the first goal, but then gone on still to get a result. So, yeah, I think he's a really, really exciting young manager. I hope Wolves can keep him. I hope they can keep some of these players that mm. are flying as well. But I think the likes of him, Rob Edwards and that, are really flying the flag to say these are good tactical English or British, um, British coaches. I think timing is everything in sport, obviously. And uh, for, for him to, Gary O'Neill to have, be underestimated himself and I think Wolves are an underestimated Premier League side and for them to find each other I think you've got a pretty perfect marriage there 
Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And, and that's the thing. You look at it and, all right, he kept Bournemouth up, but Bournemouth decided that they weren't going to keep him. Gary said it himself that maybe Wolves fans were a little bit underwhelmed. They had Lopetegui, a big name, and then Gary, Gary O'Neill's coming in. But he's done a great job. The Wolves fans love him now. As you say, Wolves again, they've got no problem people talking about other teams and being under the radar and people sort of thinking they could, you know, they're going to be relegation candidates. Well, mm-hmm. now they are knocking on that door for Europe. If that spot goes down to seventh, then they could potentially get in there. They've had European football under Nuno. The brand of football's good. They're creating chances. So, look, in the next round of the FA Cup, pushing towards Europe, can only mm-hmm. focus, you know, obviously a cup run and, and that. And uh, why can't they go and finish seventh? There's, there's every chance. So, I think Gary's been a great fit for Wolves and, and Wolves has for him. Brilliant, Matt. Thanks for joining Cheers, us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cheers. Yeah, Matt Bye. Murray there, former Wolves goalkeeper, a future England manager. Yes, he'd be O'Neill. in the conversation without any shout out. And I know Matt said there, if he went into Man City, he might do something different. But I, I must admit, I don't think he would because I think he's a coach who's open-minded and he will play a style that suits that group of players. Yeah. So I think that would, he'd embrace that because that would test him more as a coach where he can play more expansive, do you know what I mean? And yeah. take more risk where playing out from the back and through the line. So, um, yeah, he's uh, going in at Wolves and there was a lot of Wolverhampton Wanderers fans we could be going down here. And Matt said, yeah, we just want to stay up. Getting them through, if they beat Coventry, because we said about Mark Robbins, they've got frets with Sims and O'Hare, you know, um, going forwards. And um, they bounce back after the Preston offend defeat and beat Mayston 5. So that's going to be a proper uh, Midlands derby. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, Jerry, the Southampton fans, been Oh, he's on the, he's on the phone, 03717 He's calling us. What... what Get shouted near you from the uh, from the stands, Jerry. Hi guys. Yeah, um, I know Mark Dennis pretty well. The original psycho. Oh, and yeah. He was um, he was assistant manager at Eastleigh in the oh, National yeah. League uh, a few years ago, and he used he used to shout out. The only thing he used to shout was seconds, seconds, and it's uh, get the second ball. Seconds, seconds, seconds. Just Gerald. constant shouting. I was with Deno last night actually, <laughs> and he was talking about food. He wanted seconds. <laughs> That's what he was talking about. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's Deno. top man. He's a good lad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jerry, thanks for calling us. Thank you very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've had a lovely afternoon, haven't we, Perry? We're not, we're not going yet, but we have had people calling in all afternoon and WhatsApping us all afternoon with what people shout from the terraces, random stuff, and uh, I think we have a, a Here It All Is. I'll get it then. Get out the way! Eww, you crazy chicken. Eat him. Eat him. He's got a head like a walnut wa- I wouldn't pay you in bonnied coloured glass. Get in there, what are you doing? Get on him. Rampage, lads. Rampage. Wally! Bury him. Bury him. Oh. Why? Thanks for all your calls and texts and tweets. That's it from us. Thank you, Perry. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Thanks, Perry. Enjoyed that this afternoon. Uh, Shaban and Jermaine Pennant tomorrow. Where are you Saturday? Perry? I'm going undercover again at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Third uh, weekend on the trot. I think they're trying to turn me. So I'll have my full snows and glasses on. Wear full kit. Wear full kit. They'll never notice you. Uh, and Max and I will be on on Saturday 10 till 12 this week. Go get it. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.